I was going to bring a reciprocating saw to this episode to open the pineapple. But now I've decided on a new challenge. I brought no tools. I am going to get this pineapple open using only the things in this room. And there are things such as pens in this room. Welcome to Trivial Pursuit. Not the game. That's Trivial Pursuit. This is the podcast about fruit. Come along with us on our special journey because it's possible you'll learn something. Episode two of Trivial Per Fruit. Alex, this is a really fun podcast to do with you, other than the fact that every time before we start, I have to walk you through the tech. It's so confusing. Eh, I disagree. <laughs> One of these days you're going to send me a track and it's going to have a, a big echo reverb uh, <laughs> delay on top of it. And people will just have to listen to it. Do you want to test it out right now? Sure. That sounded pretty cool. How, how do we test it out? I just did it. You don't hear it? Oh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm so excited about this recording this episode with you in which we will be covering a fascinating fruit of the highest caliber that I spent the last half hour listening to... Rage Against the Machine, and uh, researching tonight's fruit. And actually, I riled myself up so much that I did the following. My goal was to take out my contact lenses and replace them with my eyeglasses because, uh, you know, it's, it's about 8 p.m., and my eye doctor gave me a, a best practices one sheet, and I don't fuck around anymore, quite frankly. But anyway, my mind was so firmly <laughs> fixed elsewhere on Trivial Per Fruit that I ended up only taking out one contact and returning to the living room to listen to more Rage Against the Machine, forgetting to take out my other contact lens, and failing to put on my eyeglasses. So where do we stand right now? I got them on. My glasses are on. Anyway, enough about eyeballs. Today's <laughs> fruit is pineapple, Alex, and I'm very excited to be back with you for episode two. I feel a little bit like the trust between us has been violated because... You still won't show me your pineapple? Because <laughs> you still don't show me your pineapple. Well, uh, Alex is, is flashing his pineapple onto the camera. And uh, I'll show you mine just to prove to you that I have it. See, it's in a bag. And there it is. Oh, my. That's a pineapple. That's great. Yeah. All right, we're ready to go. I feel so much better about this episode. <laughs> All right. Before we go further, do, should we call Mark and check in on what, what uh, tier sponsorship level he might be interested in? Yeah, I mean, I think you and I both agree that he's the kind of sponsor that we're willing to hitch our wagon to. He's the right kind of, right kind of person to associate with. You're right, and he's, he's the lucky one in this situation. Totally. You know, he's, he's our pollinator. Let's call our pollinator. <laughs> Hey, this is Mark. Uh, I can't take your call right now. Uh, if you leave your name and number, I will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Mark, it's uh, Alex and Dave, and we decided that we want to choose you as our pollinator. There's th several levels you can choose from. There's um, what There was rind, pulp, and seed. Uh, seed is the most expensive. That's probably the one you'll elect to sign on to. It's the most prestigious. Anyway, point is, 
you've been chosen. You're the pollinator. Give us a call back. Choose <laughs> seed level. I think we got our point across. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I typed pineapple into my search bar while I was listening to Rage Against the Machine and trying to take my contacts <laughs> out. And um, let me just, I'm going to grab my phone here. Let me just walk you through some of these, frankly, astonishing headlines. So the first article from Fresh Fruit Portal is the source or the website. The headline is Pineapple Enzyme in New COVID Treatment Trial. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything at all about this? No. Okay. Well, I didn't click the link <laughs> because the headline's enough for me. Pineapples are curing COVID. Now, listen to this second one. <laughs> this is great. The source is BGR, whatever that is. The headline of this one says, I hope this news about pineapples and coronavirus is true. <laughs> me too, BGR. Me too. So maybe that's just a, a, a blogger. But listen to this next one. This next one is from Produce Blue Book. And the headline is, Pineapple Market Disaster Continues. Oh, no. So, I mean, first they're feeding us this spoonful of COVID hope, and now they're telling us that the pineapple industry is in trouble. Alex? My, my pineapple says that it's improving lives. My pineapple, regardless of whether or not it's curing COVID, apparently is um, improving lives with every pineapple, according to its tag. There's something in pineapple... It's called bromide or something. It's not bromide. <laughs> Bromidine. You can look it up. I can't. You can't? <laughs> I'm using my phone to talk to you, and I'm using my wife's computer. I'm all out of electronics. Should we get Brutus to look it up? Yeah. Brutus, look up what the thing that in pineapple is that uh, helps. What it does is it, it helps you stop coughing, I think, from what I can tell. from. Oh, that's interesting. Did you also know this? I want to tell you. I want to read you this. In fact, I'm just going to read from the goddamn web, web page. <laughs> that makes for really compelling podcasting. <laughs> but this is so interesting. I think it, it, will, it will work out for the listeners. Symbols have always been used to signal one's status. Military insignia, family signet rings, and heirloom watches. Impressive properties filled with original art, expensive cars, and designer handbags ensure luxury lifestyle is obvious to all. But for about 250 years, all of these signposts of wealth and good breeding were ably fulfilled by... Dot, 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 the pineapple. Check this out. The scaly sweet was too valuable to eat. A single fruit was worth thousands of pounds, and often the same pineapple would be paraded from event to event until it eventually went rotten. Later, a roaring trade in pineapple rental developed, where ambitious but less well-off folk might hire one for a special event, or a dinner party, or even just to jauntily tuck under an arm on a show-off stroll. What the fuck? Wow. That's depressing. I, if that was going on today, I'd be fully depressed about that. So I'm, gl I'm glad that's... Not happening today, but, you know, I read about the pineapple that wait, it was a sign wait, of... Wait, wait, I can't let you go further with that. You think it's depressing? I had the exact opposite reaction. Oh, that you would rent a pineapple to jauntily stride down the street and just show off? Don't, it didn't make you want to do it right now? Get, out, get dressed in your Sunday best <laughs> and prance around? Well, I'm just thinking, like, my problem with the current state of things is that we're not really, like talking to each other and maybe we're trying to just you know show everyone how great our lives are and so that makes everyone feel a little bit worse about their own lives uh and so i feel like the pineapple was the first facebook maybe 
and that's a problem. That must have been a little depressing for the people that never thought to rent a pineapple. I don't know. I mean, how do I feel about the <laughs> pineapple rental? Now you're in my head. I thought it was a really fun old tradition, but it, I guess you're right. It is It is indicative of uh, a, a dis-ease in society if we must rent a pineapple. We, pineapples should be available to all. Right. Right. Well, and so here's the thing is maybe I'm particularly perturbed by your morsel of information because what I found when I did some, albeit cursory reading, I found that the pineapple was the symbol of hospitality. Did you come across that at all? No, but it, it jives generally with yeah. uh, all the information, uh, information we've had so, so far. So one of the things that you'll see in a lot of the colonial kind of stone farmhouses that were built in the late 1800s in, in my neck of the woods uh, is that there's often a pineapple incorporated into the architecture of the front door or the front walk. And that's supposed to kind of signify that the guests are welcome. And I, I read that there was often a pineapple in the guest room of your guests. And um, that could be used to symbolize that they were welcome to stay in your house. And if the pineapple were to disappear when you woke up in the morning, that would be a nice subtle way to get people out of your house, which makes me think of um, perhaps we need more of those kind of like subtle, not so subtle ways of communication with each other. So I'm bringing back the pineapple. Wow, pineapple has a, a complex identity. But it's good to know that we've at least examined some, some of the more difficult aspects of its personality. Ones that we <laughs> may not find attractive, unlike its incredible taste. Yeah, but it's so much work to get to. I actually asked Katie to get me sliced pineapple because I didn't feel like chopping through it. Yeah. Do you feel any of my, like, unease about having to chop through all these scales? I mean, it's like eating a dragon. It's an absolutely preposterous fruit. This thing does not want us inside of it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, so I actually was, my, my first thought, as we talked about at the end of last episode about watermelon, was that I was going to bring a reciprocating saw to this episode to open the pineapple. But now I've decided on a new challenge. I brought no tools. I am going to get this pineapple open using only the things in this room. And there are things such as pens in this room. Not that we're opening the pineapple yet. What if you just used your teeth? I thought it's one of the options on the table. I don't actually have anything. I, don't, I didn't bring anything. Oh, well, so we're in the same boat, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I can find something. Do you want to try to open it? Should we start? It might be a long process. Maybe we can start trying, and we'll just right. keep talking about it. Yeah, I'm going to start picking at it with my fingers. Okay. I just had some early success, by the way. I dug my finger just into the, into the fleshy pulp. It's not that hard to just bore your finger into it. And then I sucked some juice out. What? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm nowhere near... I'm like, dude, I am still very much... Don't, you're trying to rip the top off. Just just jam your finger into the side of that thing. Yeah. I'm trying. No, get really... Maybe mine's not ripe. Is mine overripe? Uh, is mine rotten? It didn't taste rotten. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Let's let Brutus look up what a, ripe, a perfectly ripe pineapple looks like. Brutus, oh. you hear that? The aroma of my pineapple butt is just amazing, though. Is it? Give, give yours a whiff. It smells so good. 
Mine's not great. (laughs) (laughs) I hope my pineapple's okay. I bought this on, oh boy, um, Monday. What day is today? Friday? That should be fun. It's Friday. Yeah. I'm going to go get a knife. I haven't made any progress. I think I'm going to go get a towel because I need to prepare for the uh, gushing of sugary, you know. I'm uncomfortable with the descriptors you're using for your pineapple, just in general. At first, you said that it doesn't want us inside of it. Yep. And now you're talking about all its gushy fluids. Well, it's not my fault that fruits are (laughs) sexual. So a fruit is actually defined by any caloric concentration that derives from a flower that contains a seed. So, right, it's, it's reproductive in its essence. It's the way the plant casts its genetic information off into the wilderness. It's designed to attract some sort of creature to, to eat it and carry it, carry it elsewhere and poop it out. I mean, it's an icky, dirty process that's been honed by millions of years of evolution. Now, what is the pineapple trying to say with its spiky... It looks like defense. It doesn't look like come eat me animal and, and, and then spread me by pooping. Talk about mixed signals. I agree. Um, well, I mean, so one of the things is uh, it comes from a tropical climb where perhaps the weather can be pretty rough and unpredictable. So maybe it's just, you know, it's there, but it wants to kind of hang in for the long term. It doesn't want to be a, a wilting lily that'll just kind of blow away in the first hurricane. Yeah. Alex, I'm tired. I hope this pineapple picks me up. <laughs> when you called, we, we just record these whenever one of us feels like doing it. And um, when you called, I was nestled comfortably on my couch reading about the Revolutionary War. Did pineapples come up at all? Well, pineapples were invented by Ben Franklin, who, was, who figured heavily. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback back to episode one. If you haven't listened to episode one, you better. All right. Currently eating the pineapple. Mm. Oh, no. It's much um, fresher tasting than I was expecting. Alex, you're eating like a big block. I'm eating uh, those ra- those circles. Well, I started while you were gone. I just started eating this thing. Okay. But I got a, cup- I got a couple dragon scales in my mouth, and they were gross. Well, you're eating so way I- too close to the top. But there was flesh in there. When I chopped off the top, there turned out to be good-looking fruit up in there. Up in there? Up in there. You know, Alex, pineapples are often sold on the side of the road in many South American communities. And in fact, my fiance, Megan, and I bought a few slices of pineapple at one such roadside stand when we were at port in Casa, what's it called? Casa Costa Maya on a cruise last year. And what they do there is they put this small dusting, a little sprinkle, of uh, chili powder. And a balance was achieved with those two contrasting flavors. But it's not unlike the balance of our personalities as hosts of this podcast. I'm going to go get some chili powder. That sounds great. Hold on. Please hold. Where were you? We were in Costa Maya in Mexico. Is that um, Gulf Coast? Is that near the Riviera Maya? Like by Cancun? No, I don't think so. And I'd like to end this line of questioning. So, but, but but really, who do you think is the chili powder and who do you think is the pineapple in, in our relationship? Mm, I think you are the chili powder and the pineapple. I'm like the napkin. You're the napkin? <laughs> I forgot a napkin. Oh, 
this looks gross, man. This is going to be so gross. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah, is that a good in, dusting? Looks That's exactly good? like how I bought it on the roadside Ugh. in Costa Maya. Dude, I would have, I would have floored it in Costa Maya. Eat it. What kind of car were you driving in Costa Maya? I wasn't. We had a tour guide. His name was Brian. He was a very impressive young man. Oh. What do you think? Wow. Yeah. That's it. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you're out oh. there listening, and you have a pineapple on hand in the fridge. And you got some chili powder in your uh, spice rack? Mm. Marry those two things and eat it. You will thank Trivial Perfruit, who in turn thanks South America. Amazing. And I never would have thought to mix these two ingredients. It sounds super gross. It's kind of scary. I thought maybe I was going to puke, but it's delicious. So maybe we should just not build a border wall and I'll just start eating pineapple with chili powder. I think it does. Why does it work? Why does this work? I think because it cuts the sweetness of the pineapple with something harder. And in fact, as I sit here just mowing down strips of pineapple, it's too <laughs> sweet. I want some chili, chili powder, oh, but I left yeah. it inside. I never quite get my whole fruit package down. <laughs> Last time I didn't even have one. I'll say, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a nice slow burn on the chili powder. And just this, like, wallop of sweet that fades, and then the burn just kind of rises to finish off the bite. And it's just a... It's like they were meant for each other. I mean, do you see what? how much I got on there? You see that? That's a healthy dusting. That looks like an infield of a Major League Baseball stadium. <laughs> do, we have any, do you have any other culinary tips? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at me with the culinary tips. Um, no... <laughs> oh, my brain's on fire. Why? Are you having a case of pineapple freeze? I'm having chili powder in my nasopharynx. Oh. We changed your life tonight. Mm. Would it be fair mm -hmm. to say? We learned about... Uh, well, we learned... <laughs> <laughs> what were you just looking at? What? My Fitbit. You have a Fitbit? Yeah. Today I walked I walked seventeen thousand three hundred and fifty four steps. Seventeen thousand? Yeah. I went for a seven mile run yesterday and I had thirteen thousand steps all day. Really? That means you covered some serious mileage. What was it? Oh, I drummed for an hour, which thinks you're <laughs> <laughs> it thinks you're walking. It counts steps. It's like you gotta slow down, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Dude, I, I uh I don't, I'm done with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. The pineapple was great. Do you have anything else? How long have we been going? We've been going for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. I think, I think we gave the editor some ammunition on that one. Exactly. <laughs> we have loaded all the chambers, and yeah. we are ready to heavily edit <laughs> this 52-minute <laughs> podcast into the 20-minute nugget of brilliance that you just listened to. Please join us next week, episode three, when our fruit will be the kiwi. That's a great idea. I love kiwis. Is that cool? We didn't talk about it. I was going to say dragon fruit. I was going to try to time it right when you were going to say it, but I was too late. And dragon fruit is gross and hard to find. So I'm glad you said kiwi. Yeah, let's just, let's ease into this sucker. Let's dip our toes in. Let's not jump into the deep end, right? Quite. 
We need to do some citruses. Yes, I guess I'm not much of a citrus guy. I've been accused as much by my fiance. Oh, she sounds like she's really got a beat on you. Yeah. If, 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 not, if in no other... God, sometimes I just can't really talk all that well. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, particularly with respect to my fruit proclivities, she's... Do you get those things down there that they have in Mexico that's like not quite a lemon, not quite a lime? No. Lyman? Josh Lyman? From West Wing. All right, I gotta go. I gotta. I'm, yeah, I gotta go. But before we do, you gotta show me how to do the thing where we send the thing. So we should okay, sign off. Pr- press stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Bounce it down. <laughs>